0: Before we start this episode, we have a quick message from our sponsors. If you're studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test like
1: us, we have a great study tool for you.
0: Besides listening to our podcast, we also use FSO Compass.
1: On FSO Compass, you can find practice tests for every section, comprehensive courses that guide you through the entire application process, And you can even
0: connect with other aspiring U.S. diplomats. The resources have really helped us prepare, and we hope they help you too. To access FSO Compass and get 10% off your annual subscription, be sure to use the link in our description box. Good luck!
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of How Did We Not Know That? My name's Nat. My name's Jack. And today... Jack has a lot of interesting stuff to talk about.
0: Yes, I do! (laughs) So in honor of the SpaceX launch this weekend, we're filming on June 1st and the launch was on Sunday, right? Was it yesterday? No, it was Saturday. It was May, what was it, 30th? May 30th? 30th? Yeah, May 30th. Yeah,
1: May 30th, Because it was rescheduled, right? It's delayed because of rain. Yeah, it was supposed to be it on, like, a
0: Thursday go. or something, or a Friday, or Wednesday, because we had, like, a watch party, but then it got canceled. Anyways, SpaceX, if you haven't been reading up on the news regarding space, um, SpaceX partnered with NASA, just launched a rocket into space for the first time from American soil in like 10 years. So, a lot of people are really excited cuz it symbolizes the start of a new space age and more space exploration, which is really exciting. So, today we're going to talk about the first age of space exploration. Okay, so
1: like the original the the original like space War the
0: og well space war is like cool that's heavy it's the, the, the space, race. <laughs> space race
1: space race space race that's space war my bad the space
0: war yikes maybe one day <laughs> um but okay so the start of the first space race here we go let's reel it back it's the end of world war ii in 1945 so actually tell me what you know about the space race like do you know in a nutshell who is against who
1: isn't basically like u.s is racing against the soviet union to try to be the first man in space and so it's also like during the cold war so this is kind of just like hey we're gonna beat you
0: yeah in space no you got it we're gonna beat you here and in space everything (laughs) we're gonna cover it all on all dimensions everywhere they said meet me at mars (laughs) i will fight you
1: on mars (laughs)
0: Said, fight me
1: <laughs> yeah that's it that's like a, a summary that's all i know
0: <laughs> yeah no you're basically right you basically handled it um but yeah it was the end of world war Two. so there's the u.s and the soviet union which just to clarify because i discovered this when i was doing my research that the soviet union is dominated by russia but it's not actually just russia it's like like this what we know
1: like today it's like the former soviet black country so it's like
0: ukraine oh she got it she knows no, no, no. It. <laughs> i don't, don't want well, we don't even need to present you already
1: know <laughs> no but the soviet union is huge and then after it collapsed then now we like russia is the biggest country and then we have all these like Eastern European countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union.
0: Exactly, exactly. And the USSR stands for... The United States of Soviet Russia. No, that's a good (laughs) guess, though. It's the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. I just wanted to throw that in there because I was talking to a friend, and I was like, what does USSR stand for? And she also did not know. So, fun fact.
1: That's so embarrassing, because I've taken so many classes on the USSR and the Soviet Union, but never once have I thought to myself, what does a USSR stand
0: yeah. for? Well, I'm here to educate you today. But yeah, we're still just going to call it USSR. So anyways. <laughs> so the US and the Soviet Union are against each other, mainly because of uh, the debate between democracy versus communism. Even though it's the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, it's more of a communist regime compared to like capitalist and democratic ideas that we have in the united states but during this time because world war ii we were fighting against nazi germany we even though we had a strained relationship with them fdr who was president at the time acknowledged that the threat of nazi germany was greater than the threat of Communism at that time so they teamed up together and took down Nazi Germany So end of the world war happens and both sides end up taking rockets from Germany after the war specifically this v2 rocket which was like very very that was like one of the most powerful rockets and That would be very scary if the Germans actually were able to use that because that was like powerful enough to help like send Um, nuclear missiles very far around the world easily. So the Germans had really great rocket technology. So in addition to taking their like long-range missiles, they also took some German scientists. Like each country took like one like one brilliant rocket scientist. Yeah, so each side chooses one. Wait really? What?
1: I had no idea.
0: Yeah I know. Fun fact I have their names but I actually took them out of my notes. So, anyways, those two Germans that one ends up joining the USSR, one joins the U.S., becomes a U.S. citizen, they actually both are heading, like, the space race uh, initiatives in both countries. So, because a lot of it, rockets came from, like, the V-2, space rockets came from, like, the V-2 rocket technology. So, to clarify, so, neither of these
1: countries, neither the U.S. or Soviet Union, like, actually started from scratch in the space race. They kind of just, like took Germany's like head start yeah they
0: took Germany's like very good technology and smart people who had built that technology which was smart but bad very bad yeah and um yeah and then they turned it into a spacers (laughs) I had no idea I know right fun fact okay so in 1947, the start of the Cold War begins because now that the war has ended, now like tensions resume and we are now focused on smashing down communist regimes. So the 1950s are a bustling time in the USA. We have a lot going on. It's the Cold War, it's the Civil Rights Movement. We also have the post-World War II boom, so economy's doing a lot better and there's a lot of growth in technology. And the tension between the USSR and the U.S. starts to grow over technological innovation as well. So, in 1955, which signifies, like, the actual... This is the year when the space race started. Both countries announced that they intend to launch the first artificial satellite into space. So, the race begins. Yay! (laughs) And then the USSR beats us. (laughs) So, they win the first uh, thing. They launched their first satellite called Sputnik 1, which Sputnik just means satellite in Russian. And they launched that in 1957 on October 4th. So yeah, that's the first earth orbiting satellite in history. It's this tiny little silver ball. It's like two feet in diameter, I think, or maybe the size of a basketball and the news of this broadcasted uh like around the world or whoever had television so a lot of american families are like sitting and watching this in like terror because oh my god it symbolizes like the ussr was like scientifically doing a little better than us with technology it's like they're coming for
1: us like what else are they going to use the technology for
0: exactly exactly and you bring up a good point that The fear wasn't necessarily just that, like, this small tiny ball was now up in, like, (laughs) the, the orbit. It was more just, like, that rocket technology that they were capable of. Yeah. Now they had that, and we did not have that yet. So if there was a war, like, they got the one up. And then, less than a month later, they launched their second satellite. So, they already launched their first. They launched Sputnik 2. That's a success. Less than a month later. That's so fast. Yeah. In addition to that, Sputnik 2, this one's carrying a dog named Laika into space. So. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, unfortunately, Laika does pass away in the cabin because the cabin overheats on, like, the fourth orbit around the Earth. So, Laika does not make it back but this does mark the first time a living organism has also been sent into space. So Russia gets that one as well. (laughs) Um, So at this point we're like a little nervous and now our president at the time, Dwight D. Eisenhower is like speed it up, like let's go. So he orders the Navy to speed up the project and launch a satellite as soon as possible. And I also need to note that our space program at this time at least consisted of two different like organizations that were working on space technology one was the military and then one which hasn't been actually properly formed yet is going to be NASA and that's like a more publicly displayed race the military stuff is more secretive but he's like he orders the military to speed it up so December 6th 1957 there's a live broadcast of Vanguard TV3 test vehicle 3 Which, the fact that this is the third satellite, like TV3, the, I don't know what happened to the first two. Anyways, (laughs) this is their satellite that they're going to launch, and like, this is it. So they broadcast it live, and the satellite, like, launches, and then it crashes to the ground within, like, two seconds um and you should watch the video i have it linked in my notes if you want to take a look it's the most like terrifying sad and simultaneously a little funny it's funny now because we laugh about it but at the time that must have been terrifying yeah and like devastating it's like the biggest explosion you've ever seen really oh okay i gotta watch this video
1: we'll link it yeah check out our twitter we'll post it on our twitter yeah how did we not know that
0: literally how do you feel about 2020 it's like vanguard tv 3 <laughs> basically um but that was like a huge embarrassment and there are news articles in russia uh that would just like poke fun of it and they referred to it as flotnik or kaputnik i love that
1: (laughs) oh my gosh that's
0: brutal right a little bit of friendly banter so then some time passes and we finally do get the explorer one project to become a success so in 1958 on january 31st we finally successfully launched the first U.S. satellite into orbit, and that was Explorer 1. So we finally got one. We also formed NASA on October 1st, 1958. So after, several months after Explorer 1, the public Lake space initiative program was actually formally known as the National Advisory Committee on Aeronautics. So that was NACA, and they do like a rebrand, and it's now National Aeronautics and Space Administration, so modernly known as NASA. So that gets formed in 1958 and now a lot more money is getting poured into the space program because we are clearly behind. And then there's actually so many events. So I did a quicker summary. So I'm just gonna quickly tell you about some of the things that happened from 1958 to 1961. So the U.S. launches a communication satellite and a weather satellite. So they were like, okay, we got the satellite going. Let's launch like more satellites. So like they're the first ones to do like a, a sound broadcast. Um, they're the first, maybe not the first ones to do a weather satellite, but they launched that. And then the USSR actually their first spacecraft to orbit around the moon. That was luna 3 and then also take photos of the dark side of the moon so they're just like on it they're like getting all of these like never before seen things they're like
1: way ahead of us yeah
0: it, yeah it's like um because okay in history class i was taught that we won it yeah and i was like i don't know whose opinion that was because i don't <laughs> think i don't think we're doing too hot <laughs> you
1: like how do you how do you decide who wins because yeah that's what i was thinking too i'm like wait When are we gonna finally get the man on the moon because I had not heard about like all these times we lost like maybe we won one event But like dang like the Soviet Union really kind of crushed us.
0: (laughs) They literally beat us at everything I'll get into it too at the end just to like explain kind of actually I'm just gonna say it now so basically spoiler alert like the US is like yo like we're gonna make it to the moon first And that will be, like, us winning. But there's not really, like, any proof that, like, the Soviet Union was trying to make, like, put a man on the moon. But then that was, like, determined as, like, whoever gets a man to the moon is first. But that was determined by who? Like, it was determined by us. (laughs) (laughs) So, <laughs> Who's
1: even establishing, like, the race course? Like, we don't even know. Right, there's, like,
0: it was not clear. I actually have a few friends who are Russian, so I pinged them, and I was like, hey, listen, like, what did they teach you about the space race? Because I just want to know, like, do you guys think you won, or is, do you, like, is it agreed that we won? Because I think you guys won as well. What
1: did they say? Were they So,
0: one of them went to international school, so he was like, I don't know if I can comment on this, but when he, um, he's gonna ask some of his like local Russian Russian friends and then they'll yeah let me know and then my other friend has not responded yet but when they do I'll let oh. you guys know <laughs> if we get the sound bite I don't even honestly after I did the research I was like you know what I don't need to know like um I think you guys are just gonna tell me you think you won and that's fine yeah so yeah Anyways, let's go back so they're doing the moon stuff 1960 the USSR also sends two more dogs and a range of plants and they're the first ones to send uh, living organisms that arrive back onto Earth, like, safely. So they go into space and they come back alive. Did we also, oh, sorry
1: oh, to interrupt, ahead. but did we also, like, send a chimp up there? Yeah. One of the countries?
0: That's the next one. So 1961, a year later... A year later, let me just read it. That's a year after then. Wow. Um, they launch, the United States launches a chimpanzee named Ham. I don't know why they named him Ham. And he's the first great ape in space to survive the landing and like when i read that i was like okay you guys are just like trying to one-up them like they sent an animal in you're like this animal is more similar to us (laughs) so like that's like us one-upping you but it was also like a year late anyways they did that in 1961 and then on april 12th of 1961 this is after the great ape uh soviet unions or ham sorry this is after ham goes to space the chimpanzee Then the Soviet Union sends uh, Yuri Gagarin into space and he makes a single orbit around the Earth before landing back in West Russia on Vostok 1. So Yuri is the first human in space and he's also the first human to orbit the Earth by 1961. So at this point, the USSR is clearly winning.
1: Wait, I thought we were the first in space we were not we were just the
0: first people to the moon not wow that yeah no we literally lost everything but like the moon yeah except for like one right wow okay hmm and to be honest like okay i looked at some smithsonian stuff and they claim that they found documents that prove that the Soviet Union was competing to make it to the moon. And so they're like, that's why we've won. But I was like, okay, this is the like, United States Museum that's telling me this. And I yes. just was like, <laughs> them doing so well. I don't know if they really were trying to make it to the moon. Because the Soviet Union claimed that like we weren't trying to put a man on the moon. And they're like, no, you guys were. Like, we found some notes. I don't know, but I'm just saying I do have faith that if they had wanted to they do to do that, <laughs> they probably would have.
1: And, like, also, I mean, if you're just making a tally, like, the Soviet Union is, like, miles and miles ahead of us. So that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I always thought we won the space race.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, also, too, just, like, I, the only reason I think that maybe they would not have put a man on the moon that I think like maybe that would have been like USSR was like we can't do it is because that does take a lot of fuel because you have to overcome like the gravitational pull of the moon and you have to have enough fuel to come back and like accomplishing that takes a lot of energy on like your rockets as well. So I was like since um, Soviet Union was considered a second world country, they did not have as much economic like growth and production as we did so america during this time was way wealthier than like almost every country in the world i see so that's the only yeah i was like okay maybe like they caught up during that and also it sounds like they're focusing more on like orbiting
1: and reaching other parts of the world rather than I don't know, it doesn't... Maybe they were like, what's the point of going to the moon? Like, yeah, it's cool, but that's not our goal. That
0: was my thought, too. I was like, maybe they didn't see a lot of value. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, so after Yuri Gagarin comes back, President Kennedy is elected in 1960, so Yuri Gagarin comes back in 1961, and immediately after he comes back, President Kennedy wants to know, what can we do to get ahead in this race? So um, his vice president who at the time was Lyndon B. Johnson takes like a poll with like NASA and different industries and they decide that with a very strong effort, the US could conceivably beat the Soviets at sending a man around the moon or landing a man on the moon. So that's when they're like, all right, that's our goal. Like this is gonna be like the finish line. So the reason why that hadn't been done either um, by the 19 by like 1961 is because neither country at the time had developed the rocket that would be powerful enough for that mission because again gravitational pulls like you have to overcome them so they're like yeah that's gonna be the goal so May 25th 1961 President Kennedy gives his speech about them choosing to go to the moon and this is his famous like moonshot speech and I'm gonna tell you like the quote from it that everyone knows but this is my absolute favorite quote from JFK and he says we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do other things not because they are easy but because they are hard and I just like really love that and even if like we were losing a lot of the space race I think that's really beautiful (laughs) and it's like a good sentiment to like why we pursue technology and exploration and why that's important it's like Purely because we can. <laughs> like, it's difficult. And that also got me through my computer science degree because it was Aww, not easy. And so I would always look at like, so that quote. Wow. Yeah. am that very That's really proud. sweet. Yeah. Okay, so he gives a super inspiring speech, and then we start to do a little better. So we end up sending Alan Shepard <laughs> into space. So he's our first American in space, but he doesn't orbit. This is done in 1961. Canada kind of just comes up into space and comes back down. So, but like, hey, we're catching up. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still pretty cool. It's still pretty cool. Right. And then our man, John Glenn, represent. Go Buck. Yay. So John Glenn ends up being the first American to go orbit the Earth. And that's on February 20th of 1962 on the Friendship 7 mission. Uh yeah, love John Glenn. That's so cool. Um, and then in 1963, though, USSR sends the first woman into space, and she also orbits the Earth, and her name was Valentina, oh, Tereshkova, Tereshkova, and she actually orbits the Earth 48 times. <laughs> What? <laughs> in spacecraft Vostok 6. Yeah, so John Glenn did, he did like three orbits, and then I think there was like a faulty light switch and he had to come back. So she did it 48 times. <laughs> That's brutal. At that point, it's just like rubbing it in. <laughs> like, right, they're literally just like, they're f- literally running laps around us. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and then in March 18th, the USSR sends Alexei Leonov um, in his spacecraft. In this like specialized spacesuit um in the spacecraft Voskhod 2 and he does the first ever spacewalk so that's where you like leave the spacecraft and like just walk in outer space in your like spacesuit and he did that for 12 minutes it was wild like so okay so even though we were the first to
1: the moon we weren't even the first to actually like ooh walk in space that's so disappointing yeah
0: yeah so ussr wins that too so yeah at this point the ussr is uh killing it and they're sending a lot of cosmonauts into space which cosmonaut is just like a russian astronaut so we call them astronauts but they call them cosmonauts and uh, the U.S. is still pretty far behind. We did send a satellite to Mars. Okay. Which is cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. But, I mean, it's just like satellites, right? Like, we, they are doing a lot of satellites.
1: Yeah. It's not as impressive. Right.
0: And I want to talk about, uh at this time, like, I'm sure this is very stressful for a lot of Americans. Because it, it's not just a space race to them. It symbolizes the fight between democracy and communism. And the Cold War is during this time and later on like cuban missile crisis happens and everything so the tension is really just over like proving and pushing themselves that they're smarter than the other side yeah we're
1: getting our butts kicked my gosh this must be so embarrassing
0: it's super embarrassing and super nerve-wracking because you're here saying like america's great and like we're like we got democracy and capitalism all this is really good but then this other country is like with everything that we're fighting against, is actually doing really well. Yeah. At least in the space race. I don't know what, how the country is doing economically. Yeah. Um, so later, though, in 1967, actually both countries start to struggle a little bit with the space race. There are actually some unfortunate deaths. We, have, we lost like three astronauts because they were on, I think it was Apollo 7, and a fire broke out like in the aircraft or in the spacecraft and the doors had been sealed so they actually died from a fire inside the air, the spacecraft oh
1: my god that was really
0: unfortunate yeah but then the russian the russians the soviet union also left lost an astronaut because his parachute malfunctioned upon landing oh my gosh that's horrifying to make it oh that's awful you make it all and the that's way back like, yeah the parachute was the issue so uh, that was a bad year for both of them But then in 1968, the U.S. aircraft Apollo 8 is the first human-crewed spacecraft to reach the moon and orbit it and then return to Earth. So they start doing a little better. Also, the USSR didn't have, like, a ton of stuff that I was seeing during this era. So I would be interested to know what was going on, because I feel like there must have been something else economically preventing them from, like, continuing. Wait, what year is this again? This is 1968. So, like, 1967, they're starting to have some space troubles. 1968, we don't hear, like, anything really from the USSR. And then, like, the U.S. actually starts to do a little more with, like, orbiting the moon and, like, sending people into space. And then we finally get to 1969 where we have Neil Armstrong and Michael Collins and Buzz Aldrin aldrin yeah so those three are on the apollo 11 and i feel really bad because i did not realize michael collins was a part of the crew everyone just remembered
1: i was gonna say i was like wait who
0: yeah that's really sad i know Well, it's because michael collins actually didn't walk on the moon so neil armstrong and bud um, become the first men to walk on the moon but their crewmate Michael Collins is the one that's orbiting the moon um aboard the Apollo 11 so he's like driving it he's just like the guy the designated driver I guess
1: wait there's a movie okay I'm gonna sound really dumb but I swear there's a movie about this and it's probably like really popular but I swear I watched it when I was little and then they're like showing him and he's like all sad and
0: like really he's sad about it I
1: think so. I'd be a
0: little upset, actually. Like, I would want to be walking on the moon, too. Yeah,
1: it like, you're just the driver, and you're like, oh, did you guys have fun? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How (laughs) was it? Like, what was it
0: like? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is super sad. So, big shout-out to Michael Collins. Thank you for your service to America and everything you did. We really appreciate you. But, yeah, this is – they televised the – moon landing and that was witnessed around the world by 723 million people and it was claimed to secure a victory for America in the space race but also people at least Americans we like to say that that was the end of the space race and I'll say Neil Armstrong's famous quote when he took his first step he said that's one small step for man one giant leap for mankind which was fantastic. You know he rehearsed that. (laughs) He was
1: like, writing that down. Like, on the plate there, he's like, oh, I gotta come up with something good. He's like, what am I
0: gonna say? (laughs) It was, like, I feel like Neil and um, Buzz probably, like, wrote down what they wanted to say and then took a vote on, like, who had the better quote. I love that.
1: Them, like, drafting together. Right. Let's change that to this. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
0: Okay, so after that, that's, like, a huge deal. Awesome time. Uh, Then we do some more moon stuff with, like, throughout the years after that, the USSR actually launches the first space station, which is becomes, like, core segments for the International Space Station when that gets built in the 2000s. So I was like, maybe the USSR is more focused on spacecrafts. Yeah. And just, like, getting, like, things up into space that you could, like, continually go back and forth to, um, while the US seemed to be more focused on the moon. But anyways, by 1975... That's the end of the space race, so like 1969 is the moon landing, a little bit stuff goes on, but then 1975 is the official end, and that was really a result because the relations between the countries started to improve, and were negotiated by the Soviet Leon Leoni Brezhnev, I hope I said that right, probably not, and U.S. President Nixon, so they start to move forward into cooperation over competition with space exploration, which I think is beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. thing that happened.
1: That's a nice way to end it.
0: Yeah, it's like a happy ending. So the mission started to die down. And the I guess the final mission is in 1975, U.S.-Soviet relations improved, and they created a joint program between the two powers called apollo Soyuz. Soyuz mission. I hope I said that. Apollo Soyuz mission. <laughs> and that uh, basically was they would send three U.S. astronauts aboard an Apollo spacecraft and dock it in orbit with the Soviet Soyuz vehicle. So they had like a spacecraft already in space. So we we're going to send three Americans to that spacecraft. And when they got to the spacecraft, they Shook hands and that was like the first handshake between nations in space and exchanged gifts and like celebrated. Wow. So that was really really cool to read. About. We love collaboration. Yeah, that's like that's
1: the message. If you want to advance technology, we gotta work together. We right? shouldn't be competing, right? Right.
0: It's all about like let's just explore together. Let's be collaborative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that symbolizes the final end to the space race. So yay! And like you're saying, lots of benefits happen from the space race. I think that the greatest benefit were was like the funding in research and education and the general improved interest in like science and technology and engineering and math imagine seeing like you know how much we glamorize like celebrities and everyone's like I really want to be a singer but at the time like astronauts were the coolest thing and so everyone wanted to go into like STEM and be a part of that and everyone wanted to be like astronauts and stuff so that was really cool that's amazing and I'm excited that we are starting a new space age because it's going to inspire a lot of new scientists and engineers and That's really good for us. Oh, that's
1: super exciting. This weekend was really exciting. I didn't realize it had been so long since we had sent, like, an American up into space. Right. oh, I guess I hadn't been really thinking about that.
0: (laughs) Definitely. And it's not something that we would invest in either, because it is really, like, space exploration ain't cheap, and we were literally doing it because we were terrified of, like, a nuclear war, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's good that it pushed us forward, but...
1: I do want to add one thing... (laughs) I might sound stupid saying this. I want to publicly state, like, I am not a fake moon conspiracy, like, fake moon landing conspiracy theorist. However, like, while you're talking about, like, how far behind we were, and, like, we were just really lagging, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I could kind of see why the government would want to stage it not saying they did but no <laughs> but like that's all i'm gonna say i i promise i'm not i believe the moon landing was real but i just didn't realize how far behind we were and i'm there must have been so much pressure on all of these like american astronauts thank you so much to all the people to help us get to the moon because
0: they must have been on under so much pressure right it's definitely Very stressful, very admirable. I'm just like, I don't even know where I would start. Like, I studied STEM, and I'm like, if you told me to send a man to the moon, I'd be like, I don't know if we can do that. So, (laughs) huge, huge gains. We also, from it, um, had a lot of innovations in technology because of, like, our quest for space. So, like, freeze-dried foods, memory foam mattresses, cancer treatments, satellites that we use for GPSs. And like our phones, that's all because of the space race. Like, wow. Satellites are really useful.
1: I also have a question for you. I don't know, you'll know this. So, I guess like our next uh, big goal is to colonize Mars. <laughs> yeah. Um, Like, it's to get to Mars, right? Is that so? It's pretty much headed by SpaceX, right? Uh,
0: it's like NASA in partnership with SpaceX.
1: Okay. And so, is it an international effort or is it mostly American?
0: I don't know. Let me check it out, actually. Because I feel like
1: that's kind of the new era. Or at least one of the aspects of the new era we're entering.
0: We got our eyes set on Mars. I would feel like it'd be more collaborative. But honestly, the most I hear from, which is, I mean, we are Americans. So, like, most of our news is, like, skewed with American news. Um, but I, like, hear the most of it from, like, Elon Musk. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the space race. Also, I wanted to say, yeah, I kind of... I don't think they staged the moon landing. Like, I watched a conspiracy on it, and I was like, no, I don't (laughs) think so. Um, But you're right, they were really far behind. And I also just kind of feel like the U.S. was, like you know like when you're in elementary school and there's like that kid on the playground he's like do you want to race with me and you're like sure we can race and they're like okay like first one to the tree wins and then they'll be like you'll like start running and they'll be like no I didn't say go yet and then they'll be like wait I said you have to cross the finish line like hopping on one foot so it doesn't count so I win. like I just feel like the U.S. is like that kid That's on the playground. That's
1: so true. That's so true, or it's like you're playing uh Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it's like, oh no, best two out of three. Oh no, best, like, they just keep adding it, they're like, oh wait, 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 it's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> they were really, yeah,
0: yeah they were
1: struggling, but.
0: Mm-hmm. I still love being American, but y'all, we were not,
1: I don't think we won that. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, it's important to know, like, maybe we we should still be, I'm still really proud of all the achievements we made. But yeah, I think it's also important to recognize it.
0: Right. And it made us better, right? Like we really focused more on technology because of it. So I think overall, it's like a good thing to have two countries pushing each other like that.
1: Yeah, because with that, we would probably be a lot farther behind than we are today. We would not have been as motivated to spend all that money. And Yay. Well, thank you so much, Jack, for sharing that. That was really fun. Of
0: course. This has been an episode of How Did We Not Know That? If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on all social media, including YouTube, at How Did We Not Know That? If you thought our podcast was low quality, we know. We thought so, too. Help us improve the podcast by contributing to our Patreon. Thank you for listening, and see you guys next week.